0: Welcome to Different from the Other Kids, a weekly talk show for parents of challenging children, with your host, Angela Sunes, author of the Amazon best-selling book, Different from the Other Kids. Each week, Angela will interview an individual or professional within the mental health community. Different from the Other Kids. Season 2, production of Marketing
1: Navy Agency. Hello, everybody, and welcome again to another edition of Different From The Other Kids. I am so happy. Look who's here today. It's Christina. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Let's just go back. Christina is my daughter, just for people who are just tuning in now, and she is the inspiration behind this whole thing. She is the reason that I got this whole thing started that is now turned into a whole trilogy of books. The first one being Different from the Other Kids, the second one will be Different from the Other Kids, the Natural Alternatives Edition, which is what we're working on presently. The third one coming up, which will be out in the fall, as well as the second edition is different from the other kids, the Law and Disorder Edition. Wanted to step in with Christina for a little bit here and just get an update on what's happening with her. But before we do that, let's see where we left her. We had uh, three chapters, I believe, with Christina at the very beginning of the very first book. And we also had a little bit of a conclusion. So let's start with the conclusion. We'll walk you through that, and then we'll talk to Christina about where she's at. So in the conclusion, page 202 of the book, I have a segue here that says, Christina, my daughter, who was the catalyst of all this, had three interviews. We spoke with her approximately 16 months ago, and a lot has changed in her life since then. Here's how she's doing. It's been 16 months since I last checked in with you guys. At that time, I was cleaning boats. It didn't end so well. That summer, I had a completely manic episode, which led to another year of recovery. It's been a long road of fixing medication. I got put back on my old medication, which had originally worked for two years. My new medication didn't seem to work as effectively, so I was put back on my old dose and I started stabilizing. I started doing well. Things started to get better. I lost some weight. Obviously, it's still not perfect. Some days I do resonate a little high and always with that, there seems to be a little bit of a low. So I do increase my medication a little on days that I'm feeling rough, which seems to snap me back into myself by the next morning. Lots of good things are happening now that I am stabling out, even when I'm overwhelmed or I'm just having a bad day. For the most part, I'm living and functioning like a normal human being, which is amazing. I actually just moved out of my mom's house, which is a big step for me. It was a big step for me, too. <laughs> I'm not having my mom there uh, to help me so much. and not having her around all the time. It's challenging, but I think it was best for us. I knew I was ready. I, I've also got a new job to support the fact that I'm living on my own. I'm trying to apply for aid through disability to keep me afloat. I'm finally feeling like myself been almost three years since I felt like Christina. I feel really good. I look forward to getting up each morning, which hasn't happened for the past few years. Well, it's amazing because this book came out uh, in 2015. We are now mid-April 2016. And oh my God, if we thought a lot happened uh, in the first 16 months from when we started the book to when we finished it, what an unbelievable transformation has happened. How many months is that, Chrissy? So five, six. Five, six. When unbelievable, once we get on these paths, It's amazing uh, what can transpire. So uh, let's just start with a little bit of an update as to how Christine is doing now. I think the first thing she's going to tell you, which I'll lead her into, she doesn't even identify with a lot of the stuff that she just talked about as far as resonating high and low. And she uh, has a completely different outlook on things. She's gone down a little journey here, as have I, along with her in the natural end of things. And it was It was through uh, a couple different people that I started down this natural path. But one of the things was, if I remember correctly, when you went to see the psychologist, when you went to see Liana, she had uh, said that she thought that you were having some liver issues. And that's how kind of, as much as there's background to it, that's really kind of the catalyst. And she recommended... Uh, a good friend of hers who actually is in Oakville, Dr. Nyla Jawani, and she is a naturopath and you've been going down that road. We've got a couple other practitioners here that we'll mention as we go. But let's start with first that you don't identify with what we were just talking about. Can you speak to that a little bit?
0: Okay. Oh, my God. So I have a lot to say. <laughs> um, so a lot's changed in five to six months. Uh, my mom just briefly said that I don't necessarily identify with who the person was that, um, was in those last interviews. Um, I think I've had a complete shift of, uh, who I am and what that means. Um, so no, she was just briefly saying that, um, I guess I'll just start from the beginning of the journey. Sure. Um, started with seeing a naturopathic doctor due to some liver issues from the very many years of medications, I was put on something at about six years old, not that it was a huge dose or a lot of anything, but it does start to take a toll on your body, especially when you get up to the antipsychotics and antidepressants and Ativans and stuff. It really takes a toll on our physical body. Um, So I started seeing Dr. Nyla, And she um, automatically started me with intravenous therapy. My mom will probably go into that a little bit more in Mm -hmm. this book with another um, friend of ours who actually was the inspiration for us going and starting with these infusions. So basically, it's intravenous therapy of vitamin C and a couple other of your major vitamins. And it intravenously goes in. So instead of taking it orally in a supplement or in liquid form, it just gets injected directly to the bloodstream, which has made a huge impact in my life. So starting with that, she just wanted to start getting some levels back up to what was going on. I found out that I was completely anemic, wandering around with absolutely no iron absorption going on in my body. So when I went to my family doctor, and basically said, I need some blood work done, like something's, something's going on with my body. It all came back clear. Everything was fine.
1: I was totally healthy. But but, but, what was happening from my perspective in watching and what she was experiencing was completely different. Uh, the liver in having such a slow, uh, terrible reaction to everything and just being worn out. Oh dear. She would have such a hard time getting up in the morning. It was hours. Sometimes you'd sleep till three and then you'd, have to, you'd get up and then have to nap again. It was just your whole body was in influx.
0: And I blame that on the mental illness. I blame mm-hmm. that on the medication, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. it was like, no, my body's crying for help. Mm-hmm. It was the same thing of like, I never understood why I could never get out of bed. And then falling asleep would be difficult because I would be up so late, sleeping in so late, and then napping. And it was screwing up my whole sleep schedule. But little did we know that it had everything to do with my liver And then I was waking up every single day hungover. It was like drinking two bottles of wine every single night and then having to get up every morning and everyone going, why can't you get up? Why can't you move? Like, like like you're tired, like get over it. It was like, no, no, no. Like I'm hungover every single day. Um, So as soon as we started addressing some of the uh, physical ailments that were going on, like I was saying um, with the family doctor tests, um, my uh, iron levels came back normal. It was two levels up of below being completely anemic so the family doctor tests and the tests that you can get done um, through OHIP don't change in the same way that a naturopathic uh, blood test would so for some people for vitamin c even I know my mom had gotten a vitamin c test done by Nyla and she was just just below uh, having scurvy the levels of scurvy so it's it's crazy that the md blood tests everything that the family doctor blood test, everything that comes up isn't necessarily exactly what's going on. Our border levels of everything are just so low that most of us are wandering around with such deficiencies. Um, so that was kind of the first step into acknowledging that a lot of this maybe not, might not have to do with so much with the chemical imbalance that was going on, but a lot of it had to do with the physical ailments of stuff. So even the medication or whatever, what that did to my body, not that it was just in, I'm going to do quotations here, keeping uh-huh. me healthy. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Nyla was huge with that. It was all of a sudden a huge shift of supplementing my body like crazy with um, everything that it needed. It was completely deficient in everything. I was pre diabetic. I was a very, very sick person. I had. Um, when I first started seeing her, it was, uh, I guess, oh my God, four months and three rounds of antibiotics for strep throat. I could not get rid of strep throat. I had been on three different types of antibiotics, three full rounds of them. Three. It was three, yeah. And uh, no, nothing was kicking it. Nothing was getting rid of it. And I, I was just sick. I'm happy to say I have not been ill, been sick, been to the doctor or anything since I started seeing Nyla a year ago. Um, I'm now the one that doesn't get sick. Everybody else gets sick. Um, I'm the one they go to when they need to, an alternative for when they're feeling sick. Um, so anyway, so Nyla was a huge part of that journey. Um, getting my physical body and getting everything kind of built up to back to what it was. Um, a year later, it's still a journey. I'm now attacking my nutrition full force, which is the biggest thing for me, which I found the most challenging. You're starting with the working out too? Yeah. And the working out has been coming back too. I'll get more into the working out though too, um, a little bit later, it's it's about getting the physical body back up and running to even start
1: supporting anything else right mm-hmm. okay so let's go back to when we started we were saying that you don't identify with that person that you were talking to before or talking that that was that was being interviewed before and why do you think that is what has changed in your head as well as your physical body we just went through a little bit of but what's happening in your head that has changed all of that around so that you don't identify anymore with that person a great segue into uh, talking about the next practitioner mm-hmm. that
0: we, uh, my mom and I both, I started seeing her a little bit sooner than uh, my mom did, but this was only about, I don't know, four or five months ago, mm-hmm. and it's been the largest, dr- most drastic change in that four, four to five months. Rosa is our little angel on earth. Um, Rosa from Rise Mind Body Fitness. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
1: <laughs> um,
0: who you will be hearing from, yes. which yes. is wonderful. Honest God saved my life. And she will look at me and go, you saved yours. Mm -hmm. But she, she came into my life and completely turned everything around, completely changed everything that I have ever thought and has completely rocked my world into a whole spin of different things. She talks about, she, she has a spiritual bent on stuff. So a little bit of a background, she's a uh, fascial stretch therapist, but she has uh, a degree in exercise physiology. So she's super, super Um, involved with the body. She was a uh, big personal trainer for a long time. So with that, um, I resonated with her as well with having the health and fitness background. Um, But she has a slight spin to stuff, which is the energy healing. So Reiki, which has become a huge, huge part of my life, um, she introduced to me, not that she's a Reiki practitioner, but she brings it out in her practice it was all of a sudden she, I just got on her table and you'd go and it was kind of like, oh, I'm just going to give you a stretch. Right. And I'm, I'm used to the stretching and stuff. Like that's what I love doing. And it was just, you laid on her table and the first couple sessions, it's hard to almost remember. Cause it's like, you don't, there's so much going on that. Like, I don't even know exactly what's ha- like, what happened, but I kept going and it was like twice a week, all of a sudden I just kept feeling better. It was like my body aches started disappearing and the pain just started going away but it wasn't even physical pain it was emotional pain mm-hmm. and she started just telling me that it was okay to feel it was okay to feel depressed that it was okay to feel and feel worthless and feel all those things that we're that we all are okay to feel happy and peaceful and joyful and that that, that those are normal things that we're all like yes yes like those that's what we should be feeling that's what we should be feeling the negative emotions the depressed the anger everything is also a normal human emotion. Those are things that make up us. So it's so funny because for mentally ill people, well, for me anyway, we were told that like, when I when I was feeling depressed, that, oh my God, you're not allowed to feel like that. Don't feel like that. Feeling depressed or feeling suicidal or feeling like you uh, don't fit in here or feeling like you're, like you're not worth anything comes from people telling you that feeling bad is not okay, that feeling bad is wrong and you start to self-victimize yourself you start to self-hate yourself you start to all of a sudden just go like like what's the point like I'm being told that feeling like is not okay and then it was until I was like oh my god I went through a dark period of like it's okay to feel sad like it's okay for me to be anxious it's okay for me to be mad and instead of resisting all of it going, why do I feel like this? Why do I feel like this? Oh my God, it's coming again. The darkness. I feel like this again. Why Why can't I just feel happy? It's like, that doesn't make any sense. Like we're human beings. Our emotions are negative. Our emotions are positive. That is just the beautiful thing that is life. Mm-hmm. And through those negative emotions you find strength. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah. Okay. So, well, I just wanted to uh, mention that what Rosa does uh, essentially is I look at her as, It is a really hard thing to describe, but she is um, a fascial stretch therapist who is also an energy healer. She really believes, at the core of who she is, that anything physical can be fixed through psychology and through the mind. She believes that anything that's going on in the mind, any kind of challenge that you have in the mind, that will help fix your mind as well. So we're, we're one whole essential being. We have... It's not that we have need to treat the mind differently than the body. We need to treat the whole human. We need to treat their personality. We need to treat the whole thing. So I think what happened, and if I can, if I may, because I know she's done this with me, is she'll kind of, she walks you through life and basically gives you permission to feel certain things, but also gives you the other side of it. She gives you that self-love is really what we're looking for. And in doing so, lets us off the hook for constantly making ourselves feel bad over never being good enough and that's what society does and that's what that's what life is about we just we never allow you know we wander around with this smile plastered on our face and it's not necessarily uh always a good thing as you know as as we're finding out yeah um but she has been uh yes an amazing amazing person to have she's also somebody that has made herself completely available to christina if she's having a hard time rosa will say you know what just call me and then she'll walk her through and she'll say, okay, you need to open up your body a little bit more to allow some more oxygen to get in so that your brain works better. And we'll walk her through some stretches and we'll basically walk her through some of the mental stuff, some of the psychology of trying to allow yourself to feel it, be in it, and then be able to come out of it. Is that about right? Oh my God,
0: no, that was a great explanation. I have a very hard time explaining what Rosa does. It's a does. tough one. It's
1: very, very difficult. When you, but... were, first, when you were first sent to her, sorry, people told you certain things about her and it was, what exactly? Uh, Buddha. Everyone calls her Buddha, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um, which means an enlightened one, which means that they were this. And this is the other thing, right, is it's a cross between mental illness has gone down the route of uh, mainstream medicine and what all go off on a little bit of, is a little bit more of a spiritual bent um, with the, of the thing of negative emotions. Like my mom was saying, she believes that everything can be fixed through healing right and it's it's crazy because a disease is a dis-ease with the body we don't just get cancer like you know what I mean our bodies there's something going on with our body that's like bringing on the disease well and that's the thing right so it's there's a lot coming out about cancer and everything and a lot of covering up and a lot of stuff that necessarily might not be the best for us it's the same thing with the mental health industry I was I read something of the a couple weeks ago that said um take a walk not a pill Mm -hmm. The side effects are a lot prettier. Um, So I'm not saying there's a lot to be said for medication. When there's an illness present, Mm -hmm. we do need modern medicine. There is a time and a place for it. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that I didn't need a lot of that medication at that time. Um, But a a lot of the time, I feel like they're just... We just take it to take it. We take an Advil when every time we have some sort of discomfort. Mm -hmm. We take an Ativan whenever you're feeling a little bit anxious. You're constantly taking things, but what are the side effects? What are they doing to the body? Mm -hmm. So through the approach with... Rosa, all of a sudden, by opening up the body, like with anything that we're doing, sitting down, like typing on the computer, sitting in the car, everything we're doing, it goes against our, and my mom's sitting up straight as I say that, it's (laughs) hilarious. But everything we do in our cars, everything puts our bodies into this big ball of negative mess. So our skeletal structure, we were meant to hunt and fish and gather. We weren't meant to sit on a computer screen or stare down at our phones for five hours. Our bodies aren't built like that. They're built to run. They're built to move. They're built to eat alive things. They're meant to be on this earth. So the connection with everybody in this earth is a lot different. So as soon as I started connecting with myself, And that means not going and watching a TV show for half an hour, distracting your brain from yourself. It actually means sitting down and trying to meditate for five minutes. Meditation is very difficult for me, Um, especially with people with anxiety. I know for sure like our brains are constantly scattered. They're constantly somewhere else and constantly stimulated. So it's all of a sudden about working the brain and working that muscle. That muscle never gets used. So by through the meditation and everything, um, your brain starts to focus on things. And it's the same thing with what Rosa was doing is she's starting to align my body through the therapies that she's um, been educated on, starting to align the body and open up the body through all of the injury or whatever that was happening with my physical body, which which allowed my brain to be free, which allowed everything to open up. So as soon as I wasn't so focused on my physical body, my physical body started opening up to things more, my brain started flowing. Like my mom was saying, the oxygen, it's like you open up your chest and your lungs and everything, get everything back into where it's supposed to be. And then your breaths, the oxygen actually fills up your rib cage and you actually get a breath, which can make a huge difference. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's like, it's half the time. That's exactly what it is. Your body's constricted and you're not getting any blood flow anywhere. You're not getting any oxygen anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's the physical part of it anyway.
1: Okay. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, guys, and we'll see you on the other side. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Don't forget to follow Different From The Other Kids on Facebook and Twitter. Please review our podcast on iTunes. This will help us spread our message and reach all those who need some support. We'll see you next week.
0: Different From The Other Kids, Season 2, production of Marketing Maven Agency.
1: And now a disclaimer. In general, I, Angela Sunis, am not a doctor and I certainly don't play one on the internet. I'm a parent, period. The advice from me presented on different from the other kids does not replace advice received directly from a medical health professional. If you think you need help, I do recommend making an appointment with a physician or other appropriate health care provider.
0: Thanks for listening to different from the other kids. Made possible with the support of Mind Body Works. That's me.